Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Hello, and thanks for downloading the Question of the Week podcast. I'm Amy Goodfellow. This week, we're tuning in to answer Dave's question. Why does a minor key sound mournful and a major key happy? We, along with Sophia Pang on Facebook, are anxiously waiting for an answer to this one. I was thinking of making a new Naked Scientist theme tune, and I'd like it to be happy and exciting, not sad. Music psychologist Dr Andreas Giavio is here to help. Firstly, Andrea, is it true that music can make us feel in a certain way? Or is it just me being an emotional person? That's a very interesting question. Most people would agree that music makes us think certain things or feel certain feelings, but actually not everyone would agree on how exactly these thoughts or feelings are generated. Most importantly, it seems there is no way to prove that what the question really implies, that there is a specific relationship between a certain type of musical chord and a certain emotion, really occurs universally. Okay, so there's a lot to take into account. Let's start at the beginning then. What are we actually hearing when we listen to music? Well, unless we really want to focus on them, in our everyday musical experience we do not really listen to chords as such, but rather we listen to durations, dynamics, timbres, lyrics and many other musical parameters. When we listen to someone talking to us, for example, we do not really focus on the letters that make the words, but we rather rely on a broader context, the sentence, the gestures, the way we feel about that person and so forth. Right, there's a whole host of things that we are hearing when we listen to music. But you mentioned earlier that there's no way to prove that what I would consider a sad note is what someone in, say, China would also consider to be sad. Why is this? Mainly because a clear distinction between major and minor keys only emerges within modern Western musical system and is not consistently adopted in other musical cultures and traditions. This is why a number of researchers now tend to consider enculturation as a good way to look at the issue. Enculturation? What's that? Enculturation is basically where you learn an association between two unrelated concepts by constantly being exposed to that association. For example, we might link certain features of music, such as a minor key, to certain meaningful contexts, like a funeral march. So this means that we tend to develop relationships in our engagement with music within our own culture, leading to predictable emotional correlations and meanings. Ah, so it's a a learned association that means we, here in the West at least, think minor keys sound more sad. Well, while our lifetime of listening experiences certainly plays an important role, it might be a bit oversimplified to attribute our emotional experience of music solely to such learned association. Other theories, for example, found commonalities with emotional cues in language, arguing that, as a sad speech, minor keys may sound sad because they tend to be less stable and have lower notes than normally expected. So, in the West at least, we do think of minor keys as sad and major keys as happy, 
because we have learned to associate these sounds with sad or happy experiences, including language and our interactions with others. Hmm. So if people all across the world are listening to our Naked Scientist show, there might be no music that I could use for a new theme tune to make everyone feel happy and excited. Maybe let's just stick to the current tune then. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Thanks, Amy. I'm Sam Mahaffey, and next week I'll be trying to answer a question that Llewellyn tweeted us. Why do we have toenails? What do you think? If you have any ideas, then get in touch on Twitter, Facebook, or join the conversation in our forum. Of course, if you have a question that you would like answered, then email chris at thenakedscientist.com and we'll see what we can do. That's all for this time. Until next time, goodbye. Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.